Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human, Be Spirit, where we love to cover things uh, through our own experiences, through the lens of human design, and today will be no different with that. So I'm going to kind of kick us off here a little bit, but I want to check in. How are you today, Monique? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm doing good, feeling good about this episode. I'm excited to get into it, as always, and I'm excited to be back with all our listeners, with you, recording, as always just brings joy to my heart every single time. Me too. I love it. It always can change the temperament that I'm having to get together with you in, you know, this container. And then when we get to share that just, oh, deepens the closeness of it all for sure. So, so I often wake up um, once I do look at my phone, because I'm not somebody that looks at my phone for quite a bit of time when I first get up in the morning, but when I do, I often wake up to beautiful messages from my bestie Monique and they can either come in the form of text or typically either that or Instagram. It's very rare that it's an email for us listeners. Monique's not an email person. Okay. Which I love because she reminds me that I don't have to have my old corporate way of being so attuned to whatever the hell's happening in my email box. Uh, Cause I don't have to at all. So thank you for that reminder, Monique. Um, I don't know if you knew that was one of the ways that you helped me let go of things, but it is. So um, I wake up to an Instagram um, share with me. And uh, as we were talking, as we do, um, I think it'll just be, I think we both decided it is something that's going to be really fun for us to share today. So as we have done before, unless you're a first-time listener, hello, we love you. And if you're a long-time listener, hello, we love you. <laughs> Anytime that we mention someone, we try to put them in our show notes to give them credit. And this time will be no different. I will do what I can to not only include the post, but also the graphic that we're going to cover a little bit today. And this is from, if you guys have not heard of her, her name's Peta Ferry. And oh my God, she shares some of the greatest things. And the the post that um, we're going to talk about today and really just kind of like, almost like, let it be playful people. We can play in our everyday lives too, please. But the heading she has on the post is human design identity cheat sheet. And as we all know, many of us like cheat sheets, like how can we shortcut our way to information? right? Like get to the point. I'm definitely that way. I don't want to read all the things. I just want to know the thing that I want to know. Um, Monique probably is a little different than that. You'll dig all your way through and find 75 other different things, and then she'll share them with me. So it's still a cheat sheet for me. So I'm so blessed. But what she says at the bottom of this is human design identity cheat sheet. When you feel too lazy to be self-aware. And I just freaking love that. So what she has done is she's put together basically what looks like a Mad Libs framework, you know, couple of sentences together, which is just super freaking cool. So I don't know that we talked specifically about how we were going to put this together because that is not how we roll. We just do it. Um, we're kind of going to just walk through the elements. We're also going to lovingly remind you how easy it is to find them on your charts. So you're probably going to want to, you can do this however you want. How about that? I was just about to tell you how to do it. And then I was going <laughs> to, then I let that go because you could do this however you want. Also, before you keep going um, in your orderly fashion that I do love and appreciate, and thank you for naming that. I help you 
relax with the emails. I thank you for naming that I even send you email ideas. How about that, you guys? I don't completely avoid emails. <laughs> Look at that. I'm still sending one or two ideas that way. Um, and it's funny how you said that. Anyways, thanks for naming all that. And um, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say a little bit. If if you guys don't know who P the Fairy is, P-A the Fairy, right? That's her Instagram handle. Like Amy said, it'll be in the show notes. Fingers crossed. Um, and no, it will be in the show notes. And um, she is someone in the human design space that is is really uh, worth checking out, in my opinion. I really, she, you know, she doesn't just do human design. She does a lot of stuff with like timeline jumping and like cheat codes to living type of things. And she's got some, I mean, I've gotten some of her content and it's a lot of that type of like, um, man, her approach is very kind of just asking yourself back questions that allow you to open up your actual existence. That's like what it feels like a lot of times when I read her stuff and her, like Amy read her slide uh, title for this or the post title for this. They're always just worded so simply. Sometimes her, she's only like a one slider and it has like seven words on it. And that's all it says. Um, she is a two five man, Jen. And I, I, I can't remember right now, sacral or emotional. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to guess, but I think I'm saying sacral inside of me, but whatever. We'll double check that too. I just wanted to give listeners a little bit of that because in my opinion, it's one of the, one of my more favorite people that I found because she is colorful in her delivery and, um, and different it's, and you know, me of extremes over here loves diversity. Uh, but she, she delivers this info in a different way. And I always love that because I always learn best that way. It allows my mind to go a lot of different ways with it. And you're going to hear that her delivery and approach to this is unique, like all of ours is, I guess. But when we share some of these words that she, and so Amy was starting to describe this really cool. I love how you said it was a Mad Libs thing. I almost want, I almost feel like I remember her posting like a Mad Libs blah, 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 in a post or something story. So I wouldn't be surprised if um I love Mad Libs too I mean that's always I love how you said that though that is what it feels like she put together this um and we'll share the wording <clears throat> like Amy said hopefully the whole graphic but as we do this episode I think a lot of the word choices that P the Fairy uses it allows you to see um her you know view on life I know she's innocence motivation like myself also um I I really tend to find people that are I, I mean, there's a lot of innocence, motivation, people that I've gravitated towards on the interwebs and uh, I guess four line body doing its job. But I it ha allows me to um, help remind myself that um, I get to see the world very uniquely, too. It's a um, innocence. Motivation is quite different than a lot of the other ones. Right. Um it's so hyper-focused on yourself that it feels wrong sometimes, but that's the innocence of it, right? It's something, yep. it's a weird paradox there, but that's not the episode. So let's go back to Amy's organized train of thought so that we can get some of these points out and not talk about 18 other things first. Uh, maybe talk about those later. But yeah, I just wanted to give P the Fairy a little bit of intro there for our episode that we're basing on her creation. Because this is this took some work, I think. I don't know, man, Jen. Maybe she did it in like two seconds, but it looks like there was a lot of, um, I love the word choicing that she used. Me too. I'm so glad you teed it up for us with that backstory because you have done that one line stuff that I have not. And <laughs> you guys all heard me just wanting to jump in. That's my three line, like fuck all the noise. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to jump in. And so you get the best of both of us here. Yay. So the, the graphic that I will do my best to include, or I'll recreate one, still giving her full credit for it um, so that it can be, you can be seen. And here's my invitation. If you're anything like me, I love listening to podcasts in the background of my life. And I want to set what I, what I mean by that. It's still getting my attention, but I may be on a walk folding laundry, cooking dinner, you know, the, th whatever driving, God, I love to listen to them while I'm driving. So if that's you, great. Welcome to my community. That's what I do too. And I love it. I always trust that I get out of it what I meant to. Um, I also am one who will screenshot 
when it's at a certain excerpt that I want to come back to because it shows the timestamp of where that is in the episode. And then I come back to that. So I'm not feverishly just scrolling through. So that's something I've been doing for years and years. But if you're someone who just likes to sit and listen, then you may want to have your chart in front of you, right? Your human design chart. And then this graphic that I'm going to include in the show notes, or that will obviously is in the show notes. I'm just going to say it as if it's there because it's going to be. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking too, while you were talking, we'll just put the Instagram link in the show notes. I totally will. That will take you to the post. We don't have to put the whole post. Anyways, we'll do one of those things and you'll be able to get to this Yeah, uh, because you should be able to get to this. That's the whole point. It's got some great stuff in it. Yes. So the way she has it set up, as you will see, it gives you where you're going to be filling in the blanks for those Mad Libs and then what, what you're supposed to be filling in based on the content that she has shared. So it's based on the six profile lines where she gives a beautiful one-liner explaining what that profile line is. Example, profile line one is curious. Okay, of course they are. They're the investigator. They're the researcher, right? And then she also gives a one-liner. A couple of them are two words. You know what I mean? For all 64 gates. So those are the only two things you're going to need to know about on your um, human design graphic. You're going to need to know your conscious sun, your conscious moon, your un sorry, conscious sun, conscious earth. <laughs> your unconscious sun, unconscious earth. And those are the top two when they're listed on your design, they're the top two on each side. Okay. So, you know, this is what gives you your profile lines. This is what gives you your incarnation cross, but it's, you'll be able to easily find it is our point. You don't have to know everything about design. And so then what she does is she takes you down, you know, this little discovery. That's what it is. I mean, I was so excited to do this. Of course, when I got it from Monique, she had beautifully written hers out for me underneath when she shared the Instagram post. So I'm reading it, you know, this morning and I'm just blowing my mind because it's so powerful. So maybe do you want to read yours? Do you have yours Mm -hmm. in front of you? You want me to read it? I'll, I'll, I'll read it. I think I can get it in front of me. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm so glad that you wake up to things for me and love them like this, because it's really exciting that I have someone to share them with that night, late at night when I'm doing these things. Um, such a cool post, you guys. Yeah, like Amy said, really, you just need to know your profile lines, which you'll, you probably know if you know the title of your design. Everybody everybody listening to us knows our profile lines. I'm a 1-4, Amy's a 3-5. We say it in the intro, you need those two numbers to do this game. And, um, and if you're like me and you don't need the whole chart in front of you, you could do what I did. I was like reading the post, seeing the one I needed. And then I would go to my picture of my chart, look at my chart. And then I would go back to the post, fill in the blank. And then I did this like four times before I wrote it out to Amy. Um, and when I wrote mine out all for myself, as I was reading it and filling in these words, I was like, wow, just wow. I was really blown away by how um, she was able to capture some of the sentiments in these or the feelings of these gates and the profile lines, of course, too. But yeah, really cool. Um, I can't find mine. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on. Almost. Maybe I can find mine. Maybe I can. Um, And then, so I said it to Amy, I was excited about that. And then when Amy, I was like, share me, I was waiting for you to write me back yours, by the way. (laughs) That didn't happen. That never came. (laughs) It will. Um, I read it to you first. No, I was going to say, until, because she's a manifester in true form, I heard it out of her voice when we spoke on the phone earlier, Um, instead of in writing, you know, like, and, and uh, yeah. So when I heard hers too, I was like, wow like so cool that and um I immediately loved mine and Amy's like I need to sit with mine for a moment and I'm like I totally get that because yours was a little bit more layered than mine as is your incarnation cross I believe um as you know and your design and all of that you know um okay I got it people found it uh ready so do you are you want me to just read what the full sentence like as it came out and then you're gonna say what what I did there um, like with the filling in the blanks, or do you want to say what? I think it is I'll first? preface. I think I decided yes. I want to preface. It's literally two sentences. Each yeah, yeah, sentence, yeah. Do that. Each sentence has three blanks we're filling in. 
What we're filling in in the first sentence is everything that's conscious. So first, your conscious profile line, second, your conscious sun, finally, your conscious earth. The second sentence is the same lineup, only it's the unconscious. So it's the second line in your profile that's considered the unconscious. It's the unconscious sun and the unconscious earth. So you're only identifying six things on your design. You likely know the first one with your profile, the, those two numbers. So this isn't hard a hard thing to do, but it is really profound. So that's what Monique was saying. She looked at this and then she filled in the blank and that's what we're inviting here. So fire away. Yeah. See, okay. You don't want to read the sentence without my words in it yet? Like the full, no, you won't. I, I could, but I think it would be super. Well, I mean, you tell me. What are you thinking? I don't know. I was here. just. Um. Yeah, I think we should read the thing without any words yet, because that way, I don't know, everyone can hear it like neutrally, not just with my words okay. first. So it That's starts how it with. So I so the sentence is like Amy said. The first sentence you fill in with conscious stuff from your design the second sentence with unconscious stuff so it goes i am a and conscious profile line conscious sun and identifying as a conscious earth is what grounds me in reality being a unconscious profile line unconscious sun is like breathing for me and living as a unconscious earth keeps me connected to spirit so that's the sentence and you put your words your from your design in that sentence and it's going to blow your fucking mind, I think, because that's what happened to me. So I'm assuming it's going to happen to somebody listening. And so mine goes, <clears throat> ready? I am a curious sensualist and identifying as a healer is what grounds me in reality. Being a friendly humanitarian is like breathing for me. And living as a self-authority keeps me connected to spirit. Oh, God, it feels so good to read those words, you guys. Mm -hmm. And fuck, I don't know if that's because they're words that are associated to my main energy and my design. But like, I'm like a little goosebumpy reading them right now. I feel them. I feel them when I read them. Like they're good words to attach to big energy in my design. They really are. They feel really good for me. And um, and so, yeah, so the the curious came from my my one profile line. Uh, the sensualist came from my gate 46, being my conscious son. The healer is my conscious earth, my gate 25. Um, and then my being a friendly is my four line body, my unconscious humanitarian is my unconscious son my gate 15 and uh self-authority is my gate 10 my unconscious earth and man oh man as a splenic projector I just I really I don't think I could have chosen much better words for for um especially the ending part the self-authority keeps me connected to spirit part for me that like really that sentence had like a hard period at the end for me. Like as it gets wow. to, right? It's gate 10 in your G. Yeah. So who the heck else is meant to guide you? You, you know, like I just thought that that was and being I... splenic too. It just feels so right to hear that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um and, it and feels I mean, good. Go yeah. No, you go ahead. No, no, that's it. I, I love the words that she also chose in between the mad libs that we filled in, me right? Too empowering ourselves based on our conscious profile and our conscious sun gate, right? Like the only 70% right. of that energy is how we we're saying I am, you know? Yeah. And then that, so that's the identification piece. And then that conscious earth, which we know is the very thing that grounds us. Earth is very yeah. grounding and it grounds us in our reality. And like the more that you can really empower yourself to attune to that and wipe out any other noise that might be going. And then I love the thing that is like breathing. It's like uh -huh. that unconscious profile. So that second line in your unconscious, you know, it's, it's like breathing. You guys, you know, PS, newsflash, we can't exist on this earth without breathing. So it's yeah. really important to live into that. And then the final one is 
what you're living as, you know, that grounding unconscious earth you're living at to keep you connected to spirit, you know, and spirit gets to be anything, God, source, angels, universe, you know, forces of the highest truth and intention. That's what I always say. That's you choose what spirit feels like, you know, what for that, but man, what a delicious power pack, two sentences that can really, you know, be a beacon for you to guide you and, you know, to remind you and to, um, ground you and, you know, almost, um, find beautiful, deep acceptance in, you know, oh. things that are within your design, which, you know, is the gift of the incarnation cross too, you know? So I forget. I love it. I me love too. it. I'm so glad you pointed that out because right. Like, yeah, yes, it's beautiful to me because of the words I get to put in it that I associate to myself, but it's really beautiful how she positioned these words for us to, to help us understand what living into our um profile lines uh and and our and like the biggest energy in our design really could feel and look like to ourselves and to others and um yeah you know i when i read those sentences my inner vision does this like flowy thing and it's like your conscious profile line what is that that's the thing that you know that you are right and the conscious sun is the thing that everybody else feels so those are like the first two words and you are that however identifying as your conscious earth don't forget lest lest we forget what freaking grounds us right we're not just that we're the thing that grounds us too and that identifying as that also is what grounds us right and in reality in this reality this conscious reality right then being that unconscious profile line the part that we don't that we're not in, in charge of necessarily while we're doing this reality right is is like and that unconscious son that maybe we forget about sometimes because also we're not we're we're not told we're that all the time like we are maybe told that we're our conscious son energy we might feel that more consciously right the you know and i i think i i can say that that's accurate because i don't really think about that. i mean i know my 15s there but i definitely dwell on 46 more let's say or whatever but your unconscious son that's big energy in your chart too right um that we're not really running like we're not we're not tuning those that it's it's happening my four line body and my 15 are working side by side doing the thing unconsciously for me in my case but so being that is like breathing that's literally like you said like your body needs to breathe we need to breathe Mm -hmm. right or we die so i i have to be a four line uh gate of extremes human or or i'll die basically is what that says breathing it's like breathing and that that to me puts together that like that unconscious piece so well because you, we don't think about breathing often i mean i don't maybe some people do more often i probably should more often but we don't think about it, but we have to do it. I don't, I never stop. I mean, I will one day, but for now. Um, and that's, that's exactly how our subconscious profile line kind of shows up. Right. And we were just talking a little bit about this before we recorded and then, and then, and living as a, your unconscious earth is the thing that keeps me connected to spirit, which for me, like brings it back to like, the thing that makes you you and connects you to the divine, the thing that makes us connected, the thing that makes us connected to God or whatever you call it, universe, whatever, source, the divine. But like that unconscious earth, that's that putting it into words like that keeps me connected to spirit is fucking brilliant because that makes me feel like, oof, my me in my case, gate 10, hey, how you doing there <laughs> in that position? Um, you know, me reminding myself constantly that I am a unique expression and I'm here to be that is what's going to keep me connected to the divine part of me, the part of me that I am not really in control of, quote unquote, let's say the part of me that I'm not running the, the passenger or whatever, if you want to talk human design words, the, the soul body, the, you know, whatever you want to call it, but part of me that I'm not running that show I'm my mind and line one over here are running the show right 
or or most of the time consciously running the show is my, what I'm trying to say. But that subconscious piece, the way that she worded that is like breathing and the thing that keeps me connected to spirit, man, like beautifully said, P the fairy, just really beautifully said, because it just gives me such a nice like circle visual in my mind, like from start to finish, you know, I think I'm doing the circle the wrong way. It doesn't matter. Nobody could see me, but um <laughs> it's like just really lovely how how the wording is done so I'm glad that you pointed that out and I just um P, P the fairies um is on here too her sentence did you read that because divine yeah I want to read hers I want to read hers too it's so good just to hear the essence of this beautiful human but as yeah. you were sharing that about your unconscious earth that makes like, I'm just sitting with mine, you know, and it makes me love mine that much more because it isn't necessarily the parts of myself that I show a lot, but they really are innately who I am, you so know? True. In your yeah. case, I can see that too. Yeah. And how I just worded that too. That is the thing that keeps you connected to the divine or spirit or mm -hmm. whatever i can so see that now too with your sentence amy's last word in her sentence is going to catch y'all off guard i think it caught me off guard uh, do you want to read p the fairies or yeah i'll read, read p it? the fairies yeah hers read is it. just delicious, delicious it's so good so good okay so this will give you an essence another really beautiful essence to who this beautiful human is so and she's a five two i think i said it backwards before my bad. yeah yeah so Hers is, I am a practical creator and identifying as a way shower is what grounds me in reality. Being a natural oracle is like breathing for me and living as a revolutionary keeps me connected to spirit. Like, Oof. Whoa. Go ahead, sis. Go yeah. ahead. God, that's good. Yeah. See, guys, the wording Man, she did some awesome associating there with um uh, And that's the other thing I wanted to say. While we've seen these words chosen for their profile lines a lot, and they're mm -hmm. fabulous one-liners. Like if you're if you're someone who likes that cheat sheet of like what the hell's a five? Okay, a five is somebody who's practical, you know, like get into that. But the 64 gates, the one-liner, yeah. or even in a, in yeah. a couple instances, there's more than one word, they are so power packed and spot on. So if you're someone that is like, I can't remember all the words to help describe the gate. Whenever I share this, it is going to be such a great way to just have a quick something to get to, to say, what's that gate? Oh yeah. It's the energy of this. And I thought that was just really, really cool. The way that she came up with those words. I thought they, she just did a fabulous job. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And like, it's just, yeah, it's so lovely. And hers, what Amy read, she's a like a 5'2", and hers are gate one, gate two, gate four, and gate 49. Those are her top four. Yeah. So those are the words that went with those um, gates. And I think maybe Amy's almost ready to share hers. Oh, yeah. Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share mine. <laughs> I'm just 100%. Yeah. So, I love yours, by the yeah. way. I mean, well, I, it's hard not to like these. No, I, and this is, this is like, we're calling it a game, you know, because again, we just want you to be playful with it. But if you're someone who's like, you know, what does all this mean for me? Here's a great two-liner way to can have you dig in to your humanness, yeah. right? Like why, why the heck not? Okay. So mine is, I am an experimental storm chaser and identifying as a truth finder is what grounds me in reality. Being a practical brainstormer is like breathing for me and living as a romantic keeps me connected to spirit. And so if you're following along, the that. experimental is my three line. The storm chaser is my conscious son, which is beautiful. Gate 36 of crisis. 36. <laughs> and I love how she refers to it as a storm chaser. I'm me like, too. I can do that. Me like, too yeah. man what is a storm chaser first of all i don't even fully know what the fuck that word means but i'm pretty sure there's like a netflix show about it on or something well, have you watched and twister? storm chasers what yeah. have you watched the movie twister with the her, the tornadoes i don't I, no i don't 
I don't, I mean, in theory, I can, I'm smart enough to know what the word means, but I don't really know what it means. I've never read the definition of a storm chaser. I don't know what that is. I don't know the, the movies made about them. I don't know why anyone would ever chase a fucking storm is what I'm trying to say. But I love that people do. I see, love I that there are maniacs out there chasing storms like you. Yeah. Because see, whenever that movie to. came out, I'm like, I would so do that. Yeah. Crazy person. Yeah. yeah. I'm like over here, like, oh my God, that is not safe. <laughs> um, one line over here. But that's be- I, I I love the experimental storm chaser in you, is what I'm trying to say. I fucking love that in you. It's part of what I love about you a lot. The, like those are two words wording three words whatever to put that into such beautifulness like in my opinion you know I love that your balls out like that you know and and you're willing to chase a storm experimentally love yes. that yes <laughs> okay go that, on that unconscious earth that one it's like okay I ground in finding the truth right that's that truth finder and conscious earth conscious earth Yes. Did I say unconscious? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. We're yeah. still in the first sentence. Everything's conscious. So yeah. my conscious earth is gate six. And so she has labeled that as the truth finder. And this is literally Ugh. what I feel like the journey I've been on for myself. What is my truth? You know? Yeah. And yeah. then this is what I really feel like I do with others too, to help them ground. It's like, you know, what is true for you too? And so I, I think that that definitely helps me ground into my own reality. Um, and then the second line being a practical, which I already gave that away. That's the, that's the five line. That's my, my, that's my unconscious line of my profile. Brainstormer is gate 11. Mm-hmm. And so that's my unconscious son. And that's, what's like breathing for me. I love to brainstorm anybody that knows that about me. I'd love to do that. And then living as a romantic is my unconscious earth. And that's gate 12 keeps me connected to spirit. And at first I was like, Ooh, nobody's going to know that about me. You know, like I, that's the one I felt like I had to sit with a little more, but it really is true. And do you want to know what right now, when you just said it, I heard the word romantic differently than when you read me this sentence this morning, because I'm splenic and everything changes for me moment to moment, maybe. But when Amy read me this earlier this morning and I heard her sentence, and because I know her and I love her and I I heard it like, like I knew there was going to be some powerhouse words coming at me because you have strong design threes and fives, three fives are, you guys are like the resilient one. I knew that there was words coming at me that were going to be, but I didn't expect romantic, right? It sounds like a very soft word at the end of her, her design. I also didn't um I like that brainstorming is where gate 11 went to with gate of ideas because brainstorming to me sounds logical and not abstract and gate of 11 is an abstract sided circuitryed gate um and I don't see you as an abstract thinker I see you as a logical more thinker than I am I mean you can get abstract with me don't get me wrong I love you know but you're definitely, and you know, maybe that's your left arrows too, but I, the, the idea of putting the word brainstorming on gate 11, beautiful. And then earlier when I heard romantic, I heard, I pictured like a romantic is somebody that like sees life as like beautiful and soft and pink and cushiony and a romantic. That's what I pictured right now when you were reading it. I pictured a romantic is also the person that is like on the floor, fucking heartbroken and crying. I'm a romantic. I think sometimes I fucking break my own heart regularly throughout the day. I'm romantic as fuck about life. Actually, I'm learning. I love the idea of your essence grounding in romance in gate 12, because gate 12 is the gate of stillness, right? And romance, romantic um is that it's not necessarily a a lovely word we're we're very societally painted pictures of romance and being romantic as grand and you know pink poofy dresses and cinderella stories um but being a romantic really means that you get you see like the truth in the beauty and the um the romance of the things and that's 
both sides. That means like seeing the like, you know, feeling the tears too. And like the romance, a, the, a romantic can't be a romantic unless you're feeling both, right? I think. And gay 12 is so about individuality, right? It's in the individual circuitry. So only you know when those moments will, you know, be, you know, how the romantic in you will ground but i think that it's curious to think about um the nature of that gate being like because gate 12 you're either on or you're off kind of right you yes. either want to talk or you don't right um and i think a romantic is like that too it's like are we all in are we fucking doing this or i'm out or are we out like I, are you breaking my heart or are we like going through life together no matter what? Like there's this, when I think, like I just heard it, like a romantic being like, I don't know, a romantic is somebody that's willing to fucking put their heart on the line and fall in love. That's scary. <laughs> you know, that's ballsy. You can't be a soft romantic is my point. You have to be a little bit of, I think both, if you're going to be a romantic, if you're really going to be a romantic, if you're going to, and, and I love though, that that points to your softness too, because I think as a manifester, you guys just don't often get called soft um, in general as a type. I, I know that about all the manifestors in my life. Um, I don't think any of them would be referred to as soft by anybody really in their lives. And, um, and maybe they don't want to be, I don't know, I'm not going to speak for you, but um, I think that everybody's both. And I think that, I think that if we're as close as we are, there's definitely soft parts of you because I know I'm soft and, um, and we're humans. I think there's certain parts of all of us that are soft. That's what I believe personally. I think that, you know, a puppy, uh, you know, video is, is a, it makes everybody's brain light up in certain ways or whatever the science says with those. I think a forehead kiss does the same thing. I think a hug for longer than a minute does the same thing. Like all of these physiological things that, that happen in us, it's, it's, you know, it's all connected. And that's, that's, I think it's just a, a really, again, beautiful word choice for, for this gate, because, um, I think maybe gate 12 can be annoying sometimes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe you can't, maybe you don't mind it, but I, I, my brother has this channel. You, you know, you have this as a channel and, and maybe the experience can be different too. If this is your cross, you have it in a channel. You know, we've talked a little bit about the difference of that, a hanging gate versus a, you know, your gate 11 is not in a channel and that's in your cross too. So that's, you know, I don't know, maybe there, maybe you're more comfortable with the 12 because it's in a channel. I don't know, but you like, brain, I don't know. All those things come to mind right now um, with that ending for you. And, um, but I think it's so, what about you? What comes to mind for you with that? Ending? I just want to acknowledge the brilliance that you shared with just how you broke that down. And I hope our listeners heard that, you know, we give the power to the words. I say that all the time. And you heard one thing this morning. And then as you empowered yourself to have a more expansive experience, because we were very much in the moment this morning and now we're breaking it down. And so then you just let yourself have a different feeling. And then you shared the brilliance that you experienced and it just empowered you to open this up and really extrapolate it into something even more profound, which I love being able to witness for you. So it just felt, um, I received all of it very, very well well and it felt good to hear and I think I think the last little nugget that you shared yes this is a part of a channel that I have that um, connects my solar plexus in my throat because gate 12 is in my throat but it's unconsciously in my throat right so it's like um, it is all about timing when I feel called to you know share the thing and so sometimes it doesn't feel safe or um I'm just not quote unquote in the mood, right? Cause that mine is connected. So the energy is coming up through my solar plexus out of gate 22, which is gate of grace, but it is very individual and it's very much timing feeling. Do I want to share? Do I not? Do I want to talk? Do I not? Do I want to be of it? Do I not? And mm -hmm. so there could potentially be a little bit of quote unquote moodiness, but it's almost like, um, you know, I'm a Pisces. That's my, my that's my, um, my son is Pisces and I don't think I've let myself show a lot of that dreaminess in who I am for a long time, probably because it didn't feel safe. And so I needed to have the double Leo energy I have <laughs> be what presented, you know? Right. And so I think this is where 
this is probably one of the things that drew me to this is just the way that she's positioned the wording and the structure of it. You know, we couldn't articulate this out of a book for someone's incarnation cross any better. Right. And sometimes that stuff can be very cryptic. And if you haven't done the, you know, if you, where you are in your experiment can have you feeling like, I don't know what anything that means. This is clear. And this is why, like, we're always inviting our beautiful listeners to lean into their design. Here's a quick way to see, does this land? Does this feel good with some of the most potent energy in your design? Yeah. And just let, let it be playful and like, wow, you know, type of energy to it. And, um, why not? Totally. And it's, it's so true. And it's, it's in the wording, right? Because yeah, like, um, you just, I, I like that you described a little bit of that feeling because um, I wonder that sometimes. And, and I get moodiness. I mean, I got 55 in my solar plexus. And um, I remember being in like third grade or something like that. And we had to come up with like an adjective that went with the first letter of our name, like in the classroom, like the first day or something like that. And I chose moody, moody Monique. That's what I chose for myself. <laughs> um, so I get that. I get the idea of having moods, right? Maybe I was just well, it's pushing up from my emotions, right? It's very, it's very yeah, like that part is very conscious. My gate 22 is a conscious gate. Right. So that energy is pushing up. And I I'm I guess I'm almost making an assumption here that it could be received by the other as moody because it's like either I want to be of it or I don't. Just like you said, are we doing this or are we not? Yeah. A little bit of that to it. Right. And I I can be like that. I've said forever, I'm black or I'm white. There's no gray. I'm and either in I, or I'm out, you know? Yeah. And I and I think that you um, gave, uh, you were quickly going back and forth a couple of things when you were describing it. And I think that that's like, do I want to be in this or do I not do it? Like that going back and forth of it. Um, I think it's cool to know that because um, I, I, I don't know, the gate of stillness you know, right. It, it is stillness, right. 12. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. It's, um, that can be like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Stillness can seem challenging maybe, or something like that, you know? And I like that. I, I didn't even think about the word stillness necessarily here in the sentence. I think about you being grounding and being a romantic. Right. Um, and that seems easier actually like the the caution oh my bad thank you thank you for checking that for me because I really that's why I asked because I felt like I was saying something wrong I think that there's stillness to it too there's a stillness somewhere it's probably in the I Ching reference to it or in the you know there's different wording for these gates like there's quantum human design gate wording there's human design gate wording there's the I Ching wording like there's like 46 is pushing upward, right? We've, we talked about this once in some other episode, but anyways, um, I never think about it like pushing upward. That's not what it's called in my mind. In my kind, it's like love of physical body, but that's not what the gate's called. You know what I mean? Like, right. which is why games like this are kind of cool because again, it allows us to expand the concept of these gates. I was, I heard something or read something too last night when I was falling down one of my one line holes and um, it was about the gates or it was this morning, could have been this morning. Um, it could, it was about the gates being like a door to the center, um, an electromagnetic portal door to the center. So, um, right. We're going with the idea that everything's energy. And so that, that 12 energy, caution, stillness, romantic, call it what you want, but, um, the idea yeah, a romantic is cautious as well like that's that go that plays for me too it's um you know you don't you don't jump in to a romantic endeavor if you're smart <laughs> um without feeling safe and so um i think you know the idea of safety and I think that plays into everybody's journey, right? This idea of if we've been made to feel like it wasn't safe to do that or be that or show that, 
um, then we'll find another way to exist. We're highly adaptable creatures. We will find another way to exist. No problem. Um, right. We know this. You'll fake it till you make it or whatever people say. Um, and I, I think that there's a similarity uh, with mine too. I didn't, I didn't think it was safe. I don't think to express like I feel like I need to or want to a lot of the time. I think I didn't feel like it was okay to do that. It wasn't safe to do that. Um, I would be whatever, like either, you know, put outside of the group or whatever it is. But um, I just think it's interesting that both, both of our like wording kind of takes us back to a place of like, is it safe to do that? Well, I, I love that you brought, that. yeah, I love that you brought that up because what I would love for our listeners to hear is that shines a light on some of the conditioning yeah. that we could have experienced because this is showing us, she has put in such a beautiful way to show us what we are meant for, how we are right. truly meant to be experiencing our 3d existence. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know a person who doesn't want to connect to that. I just don't, I don't have those people in my world. Um, I was definitely raised to not like, that wouldn't have been something that would have been like, well, gosh, you know, okay. So like literally be, growing up, I was never said ever, well, you're a Pisces. It's okay to be like that. It just, that, no, that wasn't ever discussed in my home environment. And so this is just helping us see some of the conditioning for what we may have experienced that doesn't, you know, didn't like whatever the experience was, had us not feeling safe to, that it was okay to be that way. Doesn't mean that we never didn't show up this way because we very likely could have, but we also could have had an experience. Perfect example, you know, here I am, my three line, I just want to test things out. And then I'm scorned or I am, you know, punished. Shame or ridiculed or any of the above. And then it's like, oh, okay, it's not safe to just test things. I have to know the exact way to do it, which is completely out of alignment for me. You're going to okay. have one fucking angry manifester around all the time if that's, you know, and so, um, but yet that is kind of like, oh, you didn't think that through. You didn't, you know, da, 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 da. Well, I told you what was the best way to do that type of noise. I'm not that person that you're going to say that to. Quite honestly, I don't know yeah. if I'm saying that to anyone, but um, I mean, I get the premise, whomever I was told that was probably doing the best they could with what they hadn't knew. Right. And so this is where I'm also inviting that compassion for like, we're not going to go back and, you know, like burn anything down from why or how we were conditioned, but this just really invites us to soften and release some of that conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because it's, you know, it is, it's the self-authority is the last word for me. Um, like romantic is the last word for you. And, um, uh, I think that I didn't feel like it was safe for me to make, to, or to be my own way or to make my own, like, or any of that. And, um, I don't know why, I don't think I was like, you know, um, I just, I just think it felt too different or it felt too, um, it felt not like enough to just like be that. And that's enough. Like a lot of times with gay 10 people, um, I've heard, it's almost like what, like if you ask them, like when they're little, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, they just want to be themselves, but like larger, like in adult bodies. And um, so I've never heard something that's landed so much for me when I read that. And sometimes now in my life, um, when, especially when I feel like I'm not doing anything or getting anything done or accomplishing things or any of those feelings, um, I will sometimes like look around and assess like what I'm wearing or like where, what I have on my wall or um, what earrings I have on or what book I'm reading or what I'm writing about or what I'm learning about. And I will realize that that is kind of who I pictured being when I was younger. That is who I wanted to be. I wanted to be like some girl that just did her thing and wore her funky clothes and researched the stuff that she wanted to research and wrote papers or books. I don't know. I don't know. Like any of those like I ideas that I had in my mind of what I would be or look like or do when I grew up, it was kind of that. It wasn't anything. It wasn't 
it wasn't more than that. I didn't, I didn't know more than that. It wasn't like, oh, I'll be this or I'll be that. Or I was, I just really wanted just to be me. That's what it felt like um, in a, in a grown up way, because I was a kid then thinking that, but um, I, and when I'm feeling like maybe I'm not doing great, these like in today's 41 year old body self, um, I remind sometimes myself, I like to think like, well, if it was like my younger self looking at me and looking at this apartment and looking at this life, looking at me as a mom, I'm gonna get emotional. Like, would they be proud? And I think, yeah, I think that she'd be like, cool, you did it. That's exactly what I wanted to be when I grew up. That's it. And so just my own like self-authority on life, basically like kind of how it was put in this post. And so I think that it's really pretty incredible um, for me to be able to remind myself that that's the thing that like connects me to spirit. I think it's powerful shit, just like the romantic piece where you could be um, a powerful word choice you know what I mean it really validates some some things inside of me that like um you know like I knew then and I know now but have like forgotten or whatever you know in places in between but um it's really powerful this is why this stuff is so powerful to me because when you read certain words and you associate them back to yourself and look at your life, some of the things that you've been through or that you've done, God, you could see it in this way different way with these, with, with this perception on it, you know, with, with choosing to look at it through these little portal doors, gates in your design that you're literally here to be to express loudly because that's the only way that other people will know what that feels like uh, regularly. You know, you get gate 10 because you have gate 10s around you, you know, besides that when the transits, I mean, you could pull on it whenever you want, right? We all always can access whatever we want, but you know, the idea that um, I get to show others how to be themselves by being more myself, that's it is really uh feels really natural to me and feels really good to me and it feels like I can do that I can do that that I can do you know like the other stuff seemed not doable but I could do that if all I have to do is just be me in in um, a confident way in a way that allows others to know that they can be them too and accept fully everybody because I do that naturally I can do that I can do that road I feel like that seems doable to me um, and so this is like, here's your permission slip to, to do the thing that's, that you're built to do energetically, like literally energetically, that's the capacity that you have, like optimal performance if you do this. Um, so yeah, I didn't know I was going to get all emotional about that, but there it is. <laughs> and this is, and I'm so glad that you allowed yourself to go there. Um, and I'm grateful that our listeners get to witness that because you and I hold such a powerful energy about loving ourselves. And so you, you walked us through a journey of, would you, you know, if your younger self were looking back and reflecting, you know, would, would you be happy with what you witnessed? And I want anybody that goes through this exercise, this game and allows themselves to connect with the words, to sit with it from that, just really beautiful, um, expansive, curious space, not of anything of judgment. And if you, if it come, when you put the words together, if you're like, man, that doesn't land for me. Um, there's no judgment there. You might have a lot of conditioning, um, and you may have certain power around those words. So maybe my invitation would be look at the essence of that gate a little more and see if there's, if you can connect to something within, you know, I mean, your good friend, Google can tell you whatever you need to know about the gate, or you can always reach out to us, but this is just another way where we can soften into truly loving and accepting ourselves from the highest vibration and the deepest amount of expansion that was offered in just this two sentence framework based on, you know, the costume of how we show up in the world. That's our profile lines and our incarnation cross, right? Just like freaking beautiful. And so I love that you, you know, let yourself express how you were feeling about it. And I think not one of us out there wouldn't want to be able to reflect on ourselves and be happy with what we've chosen. And I don't care where you are in your life. I don't care if you're 14 listening to this. Hey, sorry that we swear. Not so sorry because you can choose to turn it off. 
<laughs> where you're 104 um, and you're listening to this. I don't care where you are in your life. You can always choose differently within that yeah. same breath. And we're inviting you to choose finding things like this that feel delicious yeah. and potent and have you feeling, I don't know, inspired, empowered, enlightened. You fill in the blank with the word. And that's just kind of how it landed for us. And it was just a completely different way of throwing design into the mix that didn't, doesn't have to have you knowing all the details because you just don't. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, there was another word in mind that, um, you know, the second word, the sensualist forget. And I've learned to like, like look at the word sensual in a different way. Um, and hear it a little bit different way. I think since the day lunar retreat, I think at that retreat is where I heard it maybe from them, um, really looking at that word about it being about our senses. Right. Um, uh, because we are, you know, that word, if you ask Alexa or any of the, whatever, some of the words that come up for sensual or sensualist are very much about sex and, um, that, that wording, right? Yeah. But the word sensual, um, is about tuning into the senses, right. Of this physical form, um, and being, you could, you could read those words, a curious sensualist and your first upon first hearing them, that could sound, at least to me, it could sound like a little bit provocative or something like that, um, which is fine. I don't know. I don't care. But, um, uh, you know, if, if I look a little deeper in those words, I hear somebody who's like, I want to know what that feels like. That's what curious sensualist means to me. I want to touch that. I want to know what that feels like. I want to know what that like sounds like I want to know what that tastes like um and that's me all fucking day you guys all day take me out to eat you'll see I want to try everything everything I want to taste at least one bite for the most part um I am a curious sensualist in that way I want when I go to a store I touch things like a little kid all the time uh, like it's just super random but I, I want to like see what it feels like I don't know like especially if it kind of looks like you're not supposed to touch it um, that's a little bit in me and, uh, I'm a curious, you know, that one line, <laughs> but, uh, I like thinking about that word like that because, um, although the, the sexually part is cool too, I mean, I'll take that, but the idea of being a sensualist in terms of loving my senses of this experience, once again, allows me to look at gate 46 being my main conscious sun gate. And sometimes when I read gate 46 stuff, you guys, it's a lot of pressure. Okay. I'm just going to say it. It's a lot of pressure. Like got to take care of your body. Your body's your temple. Blah, blah, blah. I am not a nutritionist by any means. I do not eat well every day of the fucking week. I have habits that are not great for my physical body still. Sometimes when I read stuff about that, like your body has to be your temple, you know, and your, that's your vessel, vessel of love. What are you doing to your vessel? Uh, it can feel like overwhelming for me. It can feel like a lot of pressure, like oh, shit, I'm fucking up, I'm not taking care of my body, right? Oh God, everything else is going to go to shit, but you know, whatever. It's my main conscious sun gate. Oh my God, take care of your body, take care of your body, take care, you know, eat right, blah, blah, blah. get the, what if I forgot to eat that day? Oh God, you know, like whatever. I do, I had way too much coffee, whatever. I do things that are not great for my body all the time, I feel like quite honestly. Um, however, so sometimes that gets overwhelming for me thinking of gate 46 like that being my main energy. Like, who am I to have that as my main sun gate? What am I doing? Like it's my body. <laughs> That's great. But thinking of myself as a person that experiences this reality, um, in a sensational way through all of my senses, um, that makes it, you know, sound more digestible for me to be this as my main sun gate i can again feels manageable to me i can do that i can i can i am then you're right i am a gate 46 conscious sun because i do like to experience the sensations of this experience for sure anybody that knows me will say that like when people are like do you want to go do the thing i'm you know if it's exciting i'm in i'm, I'm pretty much i, I want to experience life i am that person um i generally can find the good sensations around 
so to speak, you know, um, I can find food always. I can smell like where the party's at. I have that in me. I really do. So let, I'll, let me go ahead and be a curious sensational, I mean, sensualist, sensationalist. I changed the word, but you know what I mean? So like, again, like the word choice is so cool to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say here with that word, because I think it's easy to hear that word and, and just, you know, write it off. I mean, I didn't really expect the healer one either. I was like, whoa, be, you know, identifying as a healer. I like that she used identifying as too. Me too. Because I I am and identifying as, again, allows you to be two things. Mm -hmm. We're not, I mean, I know you're black and white and there's no grand, you're in or out, but we're not, none of us are all, you know, we're both. You're both and maybe in this way. And maybe I'm like both like in a big gray spectrum. I don't know, but like there's, there's so much room to think about it that way. If I'm, if I am this and identifying as this helps me too. Right. That's like power. It's like, and I didn't expect healer to come there. I didn't think about, I mean, I do think about gate 25 people like that, but again, I don't know why I don't think about that grounding earth so much as Mm -hmm. I should, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so special how, how this wording was put together, obviously why we felt called to share it. Um, and, you know, I was just reading some of the other ones and they're quite funny. Some of them, you know, gate 26, you know, you guys know I have that one, right? Um, hypnotist, huh? How about that? The other day, Amy and I were chatting and I was like, are you sure? Da, da, da. She's like, yeah, whatever. Why? And I'm like, because I can be very manipulating. I don't know if you know this. about me. <laughs> Obviously I was joking, but gay 26 people don't lie. Don't lie. Like you've never manipulated a situation in your whole life. Don't lie because I know you have, because I have. And, um, hypnotist, beautiful way to put that can hypnotize you right it can be a beautiful thing it just depends what you're using things for right like anything else like anything else right hopefully i'm hypnotizing you right now to go to this post too exactly did you see gate 19 yeah that was the one i was gonna read next i love that one yeah um gate 19 hsp do you guys know what that means highly sensitive person do you i know what that means because i remember being like Mm, 14 maybe and buying a book called hsp because i'm like oh that's me that's gotta be me that's definitely me <laughs> i don't have gate 19 but anyway well, i'm um, surrounded I, with everyone that has 49 19 right true 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 i just love it like gate 18 you're you know gate of corrections you're not you're an improver yeah huh gate 18 improver i love that one i love oracle for four i know beautiful yes i love that she chose uh two way shower um what other one was great here i loved 13 i loved 13 secret keeper you know the game yeah and 14 a resource magnet love that come on with that oh that's a good one and gosh there's just a lot of them here guys and so 34 um, 34 the powerhouse you know that's in the sacral oh yeah have the 34 20 holy hell yeah yeah. I mean, the, I, we're going to share these. Okay. So that's in the show notes. And, um, but I, this was the intention that, you know, yeah. I mean, this is what happens, right? Monique comes across something. She shares it with me. It sparks an idea. We want to initiate you guys into action to, you know, creating maybe a different perspective about yourself with the beautiful design you chose and came into the world with. Yep. And Amy provokes and I emote. That's what we do. Her 39 provokes and I, my 55 emotes and uh, we're here for it. Um, And yeah, P the fairy has her own podcast that I think it's called cheat codes with P the fairy. It is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, it's super, uh, like I said, her approach is really fun um, and, and educational, which is, I guess, kind of what I'm into. Me too. Um, I like fun and educational, Me too. right? That's what we do. That's what we do here. We try to anyway. Yes. Um, best way to learn if you ask me, but uh, yeah. And, and her shorthand, her ability to, um, I think, I mean, I, I feel called to maybe work with her one-on-one one day. I, I've, th- I've mentioned that to Amy before. I just, I really enjoy her uh, approach, but I, I think it's definitely worth following her on the socials and checking out a podcast or two. If you're, if you enjoyed some of our wording in this episode, because um, yeah like everybody's her perspective is unique and her own and uh it's it's a cool way to to look at these things in these expansive ways for ourselves um and allow ourselves to love 
ourselves in another deeper way and in, in, um you know in a way that we may have forgotten or in a way that we may need to be reminded again or um or in a way that we maybe need to see the other side of some quality or or gate we read about that we have that maybe we you know didn't really love how it's out with and yeah and if none of this resonates for you if you read your sentence and you think it sucks well sorry sorry to hear that um if you want to talk about it like amy said we're here for it um and we can unpack some shit but i just think that these are really really blessed chosen words like to, i just think there was a lot i feel like there was a lot of attention from her end on um her word choices here yeah that's how i feel i loved gate 43 too the word is channel you know because that's the genius yeah. gate yeah yeah i love that so much yeah so yeah What's i 23? Oh, i'm gonna have an ask here i'm gonna have an ask for our beautiful listeners that if this does i don't care if it does or if it doesn't i want i would love for us to know and so i would love for our instagram inbox to be flooded with everybody's two sentences I would love oh, to know. Too. And I mean, I think then we can all celebrate each other. I think it's just an opportunity for us to go, oh yeah. And you know, I may not know you at all, but I read those two sentences and I can feel the essence of who you are. Yeah. And then we could all do that for each other. And I think that could ignite some really, really positive, powerful, potent energy for all of us. So I love that. There's my invitation. We would love to see our feed flooded with the two sentences you fill them in. So yeah, we're going to be oh, looking for. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I love that ask. It's so true because uh, when you read these two sentences with, at, with a person's profile and um, their incarnation cross gates, you really do get a, a sense of who you're, who you're talking to or who you're, who's listening or, or whatever. I mean, you don't really need to know who P the fairy is, but when you hear the sentence, I am a practical creator and identifying as a way shower is what grounds me in reality. Being a natural oracle is like breathing for me and living as a revolutionary keeps me connected to spirit. And then you hear us do this episode. It's like, yeah, that's who she is. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Loud and clear. It's just, it's easier to connect the dots, makes it easier to connect the dots. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Definitely. And I think I'm out of words. Me too. Me okay, too. great. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I hope that, I hope that this lands for a lot of people. I trust that it will. We always do. And we had fun. We hope you did too. And we look forward I, to seeing all the messages flooding through. I really, really um, hope that that ask lands for people. I hope that, I hope that if you feel called to share with us, you do, because that sounds really exciting for me to think me about. So me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a way that you get to express loving yourself by sharing with others, you know, absolutely be proud, yep. be egotistical. Yes. Cause it is. Love beautiful. it. Yeah. Yep. We're taking awesome. back that word. I'm taking back that word. Heck I don't care yeah. what anybody says. I love it. All right. Love you all until the next time. We love you so much. And we hope that you love yourself hard today and always. Yep. Absolutely. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.